on. What's happening, good people? Got that on. Feed you back to the great Monday. Great Monday. Let me let me uh, check my bracket real quick. <laughs> how, you, how your bracket looking, bro? They throw them brackets in the trash. <laughs> if, if anybody tell you different, they're a damn lie. Man. March Madness never never fails. I love it. I love it though. <clears throat> I love it, man. Um, what's your what's been your biggest surprise so far? It's gotta this, be Oral Roberts, man. Yeah. Oral Roberts upset um, you know, Ohio State out the gate. Mm-hmm. When held on against Florida. But but sure, even Abilene Christian beating um beating Texas. Abilene Christian, <clears throat> you got a little sir, little sir, little Boheim showing up. No, yeah, yeah, he showed <laughs> up, and then um, Illinois getting um, getting knocked off. Uh, Laola, yeah, Illinois. one yeah. seed already, one seed. So I'm I'm loving it, man. Um, you know these smaller schools um, on this big stage, and again, you know it just kind of show it kind of show you that you know it's even in this playing field. Even in the playing field, I know a lot of people are going to talk about, you know, um, with COVID and, and, and different things. But, shit, you know, he's, he's got – he going out here balling, man, and showing up. And, and Loyola, um, Loyola, they whooped, they whooped up on Illinois, too. It wasn't even like – Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was that was some stretch to stretch, wire to wire. Boy, this balling big fella with the mustache. You got the uh, nun. You know the nun name? Um, I gotta get her on my prayer yeah. team. <laughs> Man, she uh, she be on it. She be on it. It's funny. The coach was on. Um, he was uh stuck talking to Stephen A. earlier, and uh, he was talking about how after every game, she's sending an email out, like look, good game, whatever the case may be. So they definitely got somebody, Sister Jean. Yeah, Jean, yeah, that's right. Sister Dream, the real MVP, man. Real MVP holding it down. <clears throat> you got Abilene Chris, you got Oral Roberts. I don't know, man. Better start going to church. Who else we got, man? Uh that, that game last night, Oregon State. Yeah. First Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, yeah. Against some, um, you know, who most people are saying, a lot of people are saying K Cunningham is gonna be number one pick. What you what think about your, uh how about yeah, what you think about this game? I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like the, the a lot of the stars and the big names kind of sh- not struggled, but they just ain't stepped up how them dogs I'm used to seeing. Um, mm. But I, I mean, I like his game, but I think it's, it's definitely you know some some a lot of room for improvement. Oh, of course, of course. Of uh, room, which you know he's a, he a young kid, but I, I like his game. I like his game. Yeah. It's- um, the same, you know, me and a couple of my guys was having this conversation last night, you know, um, six, a six, eight point guard. Um, that's, 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 oh, that's what they projecting them as a point on the next level. I mean, possibly, I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to play, you know what I mean? You could, at six, eight, you know, you play one, play the three or whatever, mm-hmm. but, um, but obviously him running the point, but I mean, your game is solid. Solid game, yeah. Yeah, it's solid. Um, number one. Then again, a lot of times, you know, um, in college, playing in the system, you know, you really can't see 
um, a, a player's true. I mean, obviously, you can you can see the ability there. You can see mm-hmm. the flashes. But a lot of time when you go to that next level, um, you know, those college players are able to expand their game. So we'll yeah. see. That's what they're supposed to do, at least. Mm-hmm. So what's the uh, <clears throat> what's the next matchups? We got um, is this today? Mm, yes, yeah, yeah. Today's so twelve o'clock. Twelve o'clock tip off. We got um, the Hawkeyes versus Oregon. Mm-hmm. You got, got that one. That's a seven versus two. Man, I um, I haven't seen either one of those teams play, so I I can't even front like I <laughs> <laughs> like I like I, I know, know um, Iowa. They got um, they got the big boy. Yeah, he, he a dog. He a dog. Yeah, he from he from he from uh DMV. Okay. Yeah. Um like Wally Wally Zerby at. Yeah. So uh and you, then you got at 240, you got Oklahoma and Gonzaga. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the Zags. I'm right with two. I'm going yeah. with that favorite. Um, I think this is gonna be a good game too. Um uh, Abilene Christian and UCLA. I'm going with UCLA. I'm going Abilene Christian, man. I'm going with the underdog. Go with the underdog, okay. This 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 is usually the round where a lot of that Cinderella dust, you know, it's, it strikes twelve. Hey, for a lot it. of them. UCLA is 11, 11, 11, 11 against 14. fourteen. Should be a good game. It should, should be a good, good game. game. Good matchup. Yeah. Creighton, Ohio. Shit, I'm gonna go with Creighton on that one. I'm, I'm with you on that one. LSU, Michigan. <clears throat> That's gonna be a tough one, man. Um. LSU, Michigan, Florida, Colorado, Florida State, Colorado, Maryland, Bama, and then USC, Kansas. I thought Kansas was going to lose to um, Eastern Washington. Mm-hmm. Brothers almost got them. It's some good matchups, man. Um, I love this time of year. Real good matchups. 14.5-point favorites. Man, you think they can go undefeated, man? Zags? Yeah. I mean, I think they can. This year, they don't. They don't went this far. Mm-hmm. They got. They got the best team. They got two, two, two cats when they're supposed to be top. Uh, you know, lottery pick. So I don't see why not. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a, a, a special story. Yeah, that's, story. that's tough to do though. But uh, <clears throat> sticking to basketball, I see you got the. See your Nets fan now. <laughs> I just like you know. I'm, I'm a big. <laughs> Trucker hat guy, man. You know, just like the Nets, man. I like yeah, the, I like nice. the hat. I like the hat. <laughs> yeah, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin got in there, got his uh, got his first first minutes um, yesterday, I believe. Caught his first dunk in the game since 2019. Um, we talked about him on the last episode. Said that we think he'll be a good piece, a good add on to that piece. I mean, to that team. <clears throat> I definitely see him doing that. They got uh, Tyler Johnson been playing well too. That that bench. The whole team been playing better. They got to get healthy, man. Um, KD been out for a minute, man. What's, what's, what's up with KD, man? I mean, you, I've never had a, um, a Achilles injury, mm-hmm. but I mean, you you have injury, you had injuries before, just where like if you had a a lower back injury, how that affects your your hips. You know what I'm saying? Your whole midsection, your hamstrings, or your whatever. Calves. Your calves. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. so as far as the Achilles, man, you we don't know what he's going through or what yeah. other other you know things are popping up or whatever. And I, I'm pretty sure they're trying to be cautious. Yeah, I was about is that is that what it is though? Just the um, 
it's that same ankle because I, I just don't know what I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm just I'm I'm talking, okay. you know what I mean? Just, yeah, yeah. For him to be out. I'm just thinking about you know him coming off that injury and um and what it could be. Yeah, it's because I we haven't how many games we got all three of them play together? Probably ten if that. If that. If that, but um they hope we lost two two big names went down in the league. Um the presumptive rookie of the year, Alonzo Ball. I feel like he was kind of running away with that award. Um, he went down, broke his wrist, fractured his wrist. They said he'll probably be out uh, for the rest of the regular season, mm-hmm. uh, which sucks, man, because I know I was enjoying watching him play. Um, it, it was, you know, seeing him, seeing Michael Jordan actually be right with a pick, <laughs> seeing, seeing LeVar Ball be right by the Suns, man. It was it was a great storyline. It was great to watch him play. But um, obviously, they're going to do what's best for his future and his health. No question. Um, yeah, LeBron, he, he, he got a bad ankle sprain, so he's supposed to be out for um, several weeks. Yeah, I think you say, big, what, like three to four weeks? Yeah. Those were some big, um, big injuries around the league. That was – he was in my MVP race. Mm-hmm. He had the rookie of the year, so – so you know, with the with the rookie of the year, um, you say you feel as though he was running away with that. What you think about Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards finding his groove. So now obviously it's the opportunity is there. Yeah, it's it's wide open for him to um, you know, continue to keep balling. He started hitting his three. He tried, He was feeling himself hitting forty mm-hmm. pointers and shit, dunking on cats. Mm-hmm. So I like his game, man. That was my rookie of the year pick coming into the year. Um, I didn't expect Lonzo to be this good this early, honestly. Um, but yeah, he 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 he, he that deal. Yeah, no, nah, I like his game, man. Explosive, like you said, definitely <clears throat> gaining confidence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Playing at a high level right now, so definitely an opportunity for him to, to run away with it. Yeah, man. But Lakers, man, we gonna see Kuz <laughs> at number one. Kuz and Schroeder, we gonna see what that one-two punch could do. It's 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 rough. It's rough over there. It'll be rough though. You down AD? You down Bron? You got the two big dogs down. You don't want to go into the playoffs with the four seed or something like that. But uh, what else? Anything else on the basketball front? Man, let's talk about we 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 had, we in touch on that man. Um, NCAA women's. Yeah. They, um. Come out and, and and show you know the facilities and uh, yeah, disparities was- between you know the men and the women. Man, that was that was crazy. That was that was that was I couldn't believe that. Like when I saw the picture, I couldn't really believe like somebody was like, Yeah, let's get these rack of weights here. Like, yeah, yeah, we good here. Like, we good, right. That's wild, bro. But um man, uh, shout out, shout out, shout out my home girl Erica Morrow, assistant coach over at Syracuse. Okay. They got a win yesterday. So they're men and women's uh one. I think they play my Yukon Huskies next though. Might get ugly. <laughs> Paige <laughs> Buckets. Might get ugly. She balling too, bro. Yeah, she nice. You know what I be I be thinking about a lot of times when you see a, a college athlete, right? Like come in as a freshman and just kill the field, right? Mm-hmm. So another person that comes to mind is Adrian Peterson when he went to Oklahoma as a freshman, right? And I just think about like, yo, as a senior, like what were they doing? In high school? <laughs> in high school, yeah, you know I'm saying like, what were they doing? Like just a year ago, you was in high school playing and I, I, I can't imagine it. So, you know, just, 
I just be thinking about that, like, you know, how she's balling right now as a freshman. Just imagine last year when she was in high school, how. I remember I remember seeing her. Uh, I remember seeing her. That was years ago. She was probably eighth grader or something at that point. She was yeah. she, she been getting busy. But uh, to go up in that program, that UConn women's program, who, you know, put out crazy names, you know, Tarasa Superb, Tina Charles, Maya Moore, Bree Stewart, Renee Montgomery, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. First step right into that and, and you know been able to accomplish the things that she has because they go in there thinking like I want to I want to win four straight. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh that's crazy, man. So they um it's a lot of round one games for them today. It's a deep schedule for them. But yeah, man. Man, so man, let's, let's get into this football. Um <clears throat> Rusty, man. I, I Rusty got a Oh, question, I, I, man. I can't pick up the, uh, you can't pick up the questions? The new comments down there now. Nah, the last one I see is Ace Booger. Yeah. But Rusty, <laughs> man, being debut, this is a little topic. We on topic now, though, baby. Um, mm-hmm. But with Tremont Williams hanging him up, any thoughts on him as a player or his career? Impressive to walk on, go on draft and have a 15-year career. Man, um, 15, T-Dub. Yeah, that's yeah, T-Dub, man, class 06. Um, beautiful career, man. I love T Dub Gang. Um, we played a year um together at AZ. Um, smart player, um, savvy vet when we was when we got together. But um just even just talking to him and about the, the guys that he he played with. So yeah, Nick Collins, um, C Wood, um, yeah, a lot of guys over there. Um yeah. and I think in his career, I think it's like 30, 30, 30 some picks. Um, hell of a career, man. And just to, you know, like you say, just his path to go, uh, to walk on. I think it was what Louisiana Tech, maybe. I think he went and he then walk the, on, ended up playing 15 of things. 15 years. That's that's love. Hell of a, hell of a career. Hell of a career. Love him as a player. Yeah, seemed like a consummate pro. You know, always making plays. You, so you don't last out there in that secondary for 15 years without adding tremendous value to them locker rooms, every locker room you're in. And that's definitely what he did. I could tell that from the outside looking in. So mm-hmm. shout out to him on a great, great career, man. 15. 15 of them things. That's crazy. What else we got, though? Um, On the NFL side, Galladay, he finally broke that uh, wide receiver market. Uh, we got, what, four for 72? Mm-hmm. Up in New York, another uh, weapon. Another weapon for my man DJ <clears throat> Daniel Jones. Hey, another weapon for Danny Dimes. It's no excuses. No excuses this year. Obviously, you got to be solid we, up front. But yeah, we got to keep my man up right. You know what I mean? Let's got, not talk too 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 soon now. No, nah, we got to talk. It's the hey, Giants, we got we got to keep my we got to we got to keep my man up right. So you saying no excuses? Like shit. No excuses. Nah, he, there, that, with that defense too, they gotta win some ball games. And that nah, division, yeah. If I'm on that team, man, I'm I'm expecting we going in here to to win this division. You got um, and like I said, this is when you find out about Danny Dimes. You got the way you got Slayton. I like Slayton a lot too. I like oh, the young yeah. boy Slayton, yeah. Shepherd, who um, who kind of went up under the radar for a lot of people. And now you Evan. got your big dog. You got your one. You got Galladay, Evan Ingram, Ingram. He got to be consistent. Yeah, they sound Kyle Rudolph. Um, you got Saquon. Yeah, you got Saquon coming back. So, like you said, Danny Dime definitely got a lot of weapons, man. So, they keep him up right, get that um, O-line intact. Shit, you 
Danny Dimes gonna drop numbers this year. Mark my word. So you like so you like that uh you like that combo for him that uh Galladay them going out and get Galladay for him. Yeah, um, a big a big body receiver, um, can make some plays, and then like you said, you sprinkling in uh, Darius Slayton. Um, anytime he get the ball, he can he can take it he can take it to the house, and then you got Shep, and then you got two two um two good tight ends, and then a, a run a run game, a good running back. I like uh, I like what they they putting around him. I like yeah. that. <clears throat> They're doing a good job, man. Setting them up with weapons to succeed. Yeah, uh, a lot of money, but hey, gotta gotta pay it for the free agents. Gotta pay it. We got a uh, we got a question for you. Oh, off the rails, coming out the gate, off the top rope. Do I think the Giants th- should still move Saquon? Um, man, no. Hell no! <laughs> oh, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. It's it's just that running back position. Like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to start talking about a lot of money at that position to keep him there. That's just not a position that I'm, especially with how that team is built. Not a position I'm looking to dump a bunch of money in going forward. He's had some injury concerns. Obviously, a phenomenal talent. Um, it will be a tough decision, but I would, you know, I start making calls. You know, people taking calls for quarterbacks and everybody else these days. I definitely start taking some calls. Oh, so you you standing on it? You standing firm on that? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm stand on it, man. You got you got weapons. You just pay the receiver eighteen a year or whatever that is. I think that's around eighteen a year. Um, hey, man, but I don't know. Go get your dog. Find you an elite pass rusher. Like I dumped that money into a pass rusher before I would have run it back personally. Shit, they may be in the market for a quarterback soon too. AB don't think so, but we're gonna see this year. It's gonna be a big year for uh, for Danny Dimes. He, I think, your three. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think the biggest thing for him, what he has to, he has to do, he has to protect that ball. Got to, got to protect that ball. Um, outside of that, man, I think he'll have a a, a, a tremendous year. Yeah, he, he got a big arm. He can make all the throws. You know, big, tall quarterback. Athletic. You know, uh, I wouldn't even say sneaky. Just athletic. Nah, athletic. Yeah. Um, like you said, turning that ball, turning the ball over, and not only just picks. I was fumbles. Like his, his fumble, his fumble yeah. lightness is, bro, man. So yeah, that got to be fixed. But um, hopefully it can be. It's been one of those things that's been kind of consistent though. So uh, we're gonna see though. We're gonna see. AB believes in him. We're about positivity on this show. All positivity, baby. So I'm hoping the best for him. It's a vision that every team that shows up to training camp truly 100% feels like they could win that division. No question. So we're going to see. It's always the NFC East, always fun, man. Standing in the NFC East, um, who did the uh, Cowboys? Cowboys. Keanu Neal. Just sign Keanu Neal. What you what, how you feel about Keanu? Obviously, a safety. They said they're moving the wheel linebacker. At least that's what I heard. I'm not sure how accurate. No, I, I I read that as well. Um, I don't think that's a, a a terrible move. I don't think that's a terrible move. Obviously, if you think about um the position that he was playing and how they were playing him in Atlanta, it was similar to the Cam Chancellor uh role when he was in Seattle, where he was majority a lot of times in the box. So um, playing that will linebacker, I just think, you know, it's fitting for him. You know, he has the body type that he can do it. Um, You know, at will linebacker, you know, you really, you know, you're setting the edge and 
um, you know, you get in the mix. So I, I think that's a good move um, for him um, as a player, and I think it'll be a good move, um, you know, for the Cowboys. Another thing with with with, with uh, K. Neal, you know, again, gotta gotta stay healthy. I think um, the past couple of years is dealing with some injuries, but if he can stay healthy, man, he's a big hitter, smart player, um, and I like his game. Yeah, he. He's an enforcer. That's yes. the first. That's the first word that comes to mind when I think of K. Neal. Yeah, enforcer. Um, Cam Chance would be a great, great person. Um, Baron, who who kind of went from playing safety in college and played mostly linebacker, that will linebacker spot. Um, it's been some guys. The first person that comes to mind, honestly, and they're not exactly similar, but they got some similarities. Thomas Davis, who just retired um, at Carolina. Yeah, from Carolina. Uh, but he was the safety in college at Georgia. He can fly, you know, all, even from his last day on the field, he was still flying sideline to sideline. So I can yeah. see Neil getting into that role, you know, not having to do as much in space like, you know, y'all safeties do. Now kind of it being more, hey, you in the box, different match, better matchups at this point in his career. Um, and flying around sideline to sideline, I think he could be a, a big difference maker. And obviously he's going to be familiar with the system. Uh, been at Dan Quinn as a D coordinator over there at, uh, at Dallas. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing K. Neal stay healthy and make an impact in that Cowboys team, man. Yeah, no question. Like you said, you even talked about the matchup. So playing that safety, being able to come down and match up with, with, with you know, with backers or with running backs and mm-hmm. um, tight ends. So yeah. yeah, I think it'll be a good, a good move, a good move on both ends. That's sweet. They got – um. Got out the hook going out there too. Malik Hooker going out there uh, for a visit. So we talked was, about that. Yeah, we talked about that. I don't know if it was the last show, but we talked about yeah, um, Thursday. Yeah, Hooker uh, going out there um, could be a good look for him on a one-year deal, proven mm-hmm. deal. Stay healthy, go out there, ball, and uh, shit, it could be. That's a fact. I was talking to him move. about it. I told him, hey, one thing about the Cowboys: anytime you do make a play. You know they're gonna be opening up on damn near every sports show. Mm-hmm. So far out there, you do have a good year. It's a definite place to to you know get your revive your career. But um, they got him, Casey as well. Casey's going out there too. Who was that? Casey. Uh, I can't. I think his first name right now. Um, last name K A Z E E. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm familiar with um, Dan Quinn as well. Been been out there in Atlanta for I want to say his whole career. Yeah. Seven out in Atlanta. He dealt with some injuries last year as well, so <clears throat> we'll see. I like him. I like it. Some 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 decent moves by the Cowboys. If they if they if they go ahead with it, um, yep. definitely. You know, need need some pieces on that defense, man, to help that defense out. So I like it. I think we get a. I think we get a hungry. They, I think the offense is gonna do some things this year, but um, that defense they can only go up. <laughs> they can yeah. only go up for what they yeah. did last year with Mike Nolan. It was a long, long year on that side of the ball. It was ugly, man. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. I thought that would have been a good move for um, for the Cowboys to bring in Kyle Fuller. Um, you know, uh, Denver Broncos ended up signing him. Uh, Denver definitely got a got a great player i like i like i like him a lot I like his game a lot very savvy very technique sound um 
I like I like Kyle Fuller. I would have liked him on the Colts. Honestly, we got um. I let you finish talking about Kyle Fuller though, so I got something to say about that. <laughs> nah, um, I, I like I like the signing, man. I like the signing, like you said, Kyle Fuller, young uh, young vet. Um, plays the game, plays the position. You know the way it's supposed to be played. Mm-hmm. Not only in coverage, but he'll come down and smack you too. So yeah, um, I, that's what I like. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and the cornerback deals been um we had I mean the defensive back we had uh the, what you think about Justin Simmons? We I talk, like that. talked about that because he signed nah, for he a bag too. Highest paid safety right now. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I like him. I like him. And uh, in that system out there, you know, so Vic Fangio, um, I had him as a D coordinator my first year. And um and San Fran, they love safeties. You know, they love yeah. safeties. And then I think that's why that that Cal Fuller signing is good too, because they were um it, you know, Vic Fangio was in Chicago as well before he got the Denver, um, yeah. the Denver job. So just you know, me having some um familiar faces, um, him being able to go to that system and and knowing how everything flows. But Justin Simmons, man, he's a he's a dog, man. I like him. Um ball hawk. He does everything. He can cover. He can, you know, cover ground, come down, and and hit you in your mouth, man. So that's a um, a good signing. And he don't he don't miss time either. Yeah. Up to this point, at least, I want to say he got like the 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 longest going streak, like thirty five hundred consecutive snaps or something like that for safety, um, which is impressive. Very. very Playing that position. Very impressive. Yeah. So uh, shout out to the young boy getting paid, man. Hey, getting paid. Getting paid. Got him. We talked about Pat P going to Minnesota. Um, Chris Ballard signed um, Xavier Rose back on a on a on a. It was a good deal for the team for sure. Good deal for X Rose. Another one year deal. Um, what do you think about that move? <clears throat> good, good move from the coach. You know, he came back, had a big bounce back year last year with him, um, and they kept him in there. And once again, Chris, you know, Chris Ballard from the business standpoint, you know, I feel like he got great value. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you knowing exactly what you're getting from uh from Xavier Rose. So it's not a lot of guesswork there. Um you keep him in the building and um, you know, like I said, you're not overpaying. Uh for Rose, you know, they thought it was over for him in Minnesota when they let him go. So he's got another year on another year on a good defense. Um, that's a good move for that top of the depth chart over there in Indy. Um obviously you got Kenny Moore there as well. Mm-hmm. Still think they need another corner. So yeah, any another 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 top notch corner. That's why I thought they should have been in on the Kyle Fuller, Casey Hayward. Casey Hayward still available, right? Yep, yep. I haven't seen anything um about him signing anywhere. So I think you know that definitely be a good signing for him. Yeah. So um, Un- unless they feel as though you know they can get you know a young a young corner in the drive in the drive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Can, I mean you. You went with Rocky Sin in the second round a couple years ago, and who you know he struggled. Uh, he's got the talent, but it's some some things consistency and, and, and technique wise that need some work. Um, and hopefully he's working on those things. But um, that's a tough position to just come in and play at a high level. But you got For good sure. players around you, so um, I'm sure they'll probably address that again in the draft because we're in the league now where you need. You can't have enough DBs. Yeah, at least four or five solid corners and then another three or four good safety. So can't have enough good DBs, man. Yeah, at all, at all. Mm -hmm. 
So, man, let's, uh, let's move out west. The Rams signed Deshaun Jackson. Brought D-Jack over. Let him yeah. finish his career. Back home. Back home. Yeah. Um, get with Matthew Stafford. How you like that? Um, how you like that combo right there? Man, that's a big, big arm, big arm quarterback who can still let it fly. Um, Deshaun Jackson, obviously, you know, at the you know back end of his career, but he still he still has that threat, that threat to break the game open at any time. And I think um, the same thing when I talk about Ty, with Ty being with a quarterback that has the ability to stretch that field and attack those defenses, and you put Djack with a quarterback like that, and when you got you got two possession receivers. Two are mm-hmm. probably the best possession receivers in the NFL with, with yeah. Cup and uh, Robert Woods. So um, you got those guys moving the sticks underneath, and you got the threaded D Jack over the top. That's uh, that's a, I think that's another big big. That's going to end up being a big sign that once again, if if D Jack can stay healthy, um, that's been an issue at this point in his career. But if he can stay healthy, I, I can I can get ugly. Sean McVay, I'm sure he could dial that up. Oh no question. And like you say, it's gonna it's gonna open up so many other things as a as a DB, you know. You got somebody like D Jack that can fly, you won't respect that. You got know what I mean? So definitely it's gonna open up a lot of things underneath. Um, you know, uh the great, great signer, great signer. They got a, they got a young another young receiver too who's pretty good. Van Jefferson, maybe. But um, yeah, they got they got some weapons over there. They got some weapons. That was a good signer. Um, what was the other? Who was your bet? Who's your number one signing right now overall in free agency? Like you no. say, okay, that team, that player, that 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 was that was the biggest win. And free agency. Um I was really I, some, um I would say. I don't know. That's tough. Um, it's a. It's been. I've been a lot of moves. It's been a lot of moves. I'm trying to think of somebody that just kind of jumped off the off the off the board and was like, "Wow!" Like that was a, um, an impressive move. I would say possibly out there in New England. Um, the two tight the, the the two tight end signings, and mm-hmm. I would just say the reason why I was impressive and and you and you talked about it just. How that's gonna help Cam? You know what I mean. Huge. That's how that's gonna help Cam. Obviously, it's, it's other other moves that's that's been made um, for other teams, but to be able to bring them two guys in to help your quarterback, um, I think that was um, that was huge. The Wentz move was big too. Yeah, um, that's what I was gonna say. Probably um, it's, it's, it was a trade, so it's not considered free agency, but right, offseason right. it was like a move. This. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that went that wins move, man. It could pay there. We obviously we've been talking about it forever on this show. It's probably halfway through last season. Uh, we've been talking about that move and that being possibly what he needs to revive his career. Uh, matter of fact, he had a um an interview with Pat. He went on the Pat McAfee show. He was live in the studio. I thought it was a great interview. Um, you know, I think I think he because he was kind of those, one of those people that you don't really know. You, know, you don't really know much about him, you know what I mean? Um, so he kind of opened up. Obviously, Pat had some uh, a stance on him before getting there, and then they had mm-hmm. a conversation about that. So it was. Yeah. I think I think Carson Wentz probably won over a lot of indie fans, honestly, with that interview. 
and that's great. Yeah, that's great. That's and great. That's great. So um, yeah, I say I I, I go wins. I go. You go wins, okay? I go wins. Just because I think they can they can be a real contender, um, if they can get the best out of him, obviously. Um, obviously, you've seen a big push to bring T.Y. home, to get T.Y. back there. I'm not sure if you saw that on your timeline. Yeah, I did. I did. I, did. I don't know what the uh, what the holdup is. I don't know what the holdup is. You know, I know it's business. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It got to be got to be right for both sides. Um, but yeah, man, bring T.Y. back, man. T.Y. got to retire coach. Being hey, that was a big a big movement, man. Uh, obviously, like you said, the business once the numbers and the and the other things add up, you know. I, but I, I I just can't at this point. I don't know. I can't see my dog moving on, man. Yeah. I, just, I personally, I want him to do obviously what's best for him. But for, uh, of course, for of him course. and his family. Um, but I I would just love to see T Y come back and, and have another two three T Y type years with Wentz. Um, you know, I would love to see it. You'd be right, right, right along along these legendary receivers that, that came through that organization with Marv and shit, Raymond Barry, uh, Reggie Wayne. Um, so yeah, I would love to see Ty finish it off there, man. Yeah, we got to do that, man. Y'all listening, man, Coach, man, Chris, man, make that shit happen, baby. <laughs> bring Ty home, man. Bring Ty home, baby. I love it. What else y'all got out there, man? It's a good contract for T. Hey, man, whatever he happy with. Yeah. His number is, man. It's always – um, and the thing about free agency, too, for y'all who haven't noticed at this point, you know, a lot of those – it's about relationships. We talk about relationships a lot of times in this business. So when one team signs with another – when one player signs to another team like that, one of these big deals, a lot of that time they got some type of relationship. They got some type of history. We talked about the signing in uh, Dallas – Two two Dan Quinn guys. We talked about um somebody got some history with somebody uh, every team that they're going to sign. So never burn those bridges, man. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's I know my last two teams. You know I have relationships with. You know going to AZ with BA mm -hmm. with Betch going to New yeah. York Betch again. You know what I mean. So um you you're hundred percent right as far as those relationships of. Um, having some familiar faces or some yep. type of continuity, um, knowing the knowing the system. So, um, Kyle Fuller, Kyle Fuller, yep, going out there. So you you a thousand percent right on that. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Who this? <laughs> I forgot. I definitely forgot to call them Stooges and Sellouts. <laughs> My bad, cuz. My bad. Uh. Got a Juju coming. Juju only making eight million. Was that just the market, or do teams not like the dancing? Nah, shit. I think uh, I think Baltimore offered him more money, and then I think it was another team that they said offered him more money, but he just wanted to stay in Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, the 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 numbers surprised me. Uh, I did think he would, you know, he would have got more, but like the market, it, it is a funny year with the market, obviously. Um, then I'm sure teams have completely different views of him, um, you know, and then depending on what his team may have of him as far as his agent, they may say, hey, he's we want to go be a one, so we want to sign a number one type deal. Uh, but going back to Pittsburgh, I think it was more about 
you know, obviously football, but his brand as well. You know, he's got a big brand off the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I know last year, the last time I looked, he had the highest selling non QB jersey um, in football. And that still is, you know, that's still his fan base. It's a different fan base. You know? They all over the world. Yeah, that's one of the biggest, that's one of the strongest fan bases out here. So if he's looking at it big picture wise, I can definitely see him even taking less money and going back to a familiar situation. Like you said, like, you know, he probably not tripping off the money just because of the things that he does have off the field. You know, TikTok. Um, I know he's a big gamer um, and things of that nature. So he's like, well, sure, if 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 I can take less money, uh, again, be comfortable in my situation, being comfortable in, uh, in, my, in the city that I'm in already. I don't have mm-hmm. to pack up. I don't have to move. I don't have to, um, you know, create a new routine in a new city i'm comfortable here again we always talk about what what's what's important to the to the player and the player's mm-hmm. family and uh obviously that's what was, that was the best fit for him so he's young too what is he yeah. it's not like you know this was his one time to hit i'm sure he hoping he come back and have a big year you know like we always are all, yeah. all players have the mindset go better yourself um let me see See how old Juju is. And the NFL also, NFL just signed a crazy, crazy media deal. Somebody got to drop the details on that in here. Yeah, he's 24 years old. Yeah, turned 25 this season, but 24 years old. Yeah. Now, Lawrence, we, we just kind of, you know, touching on that. Um, you know I mean? Being familiar, it's... um. And again, I think it's different for different players. So I, I can't sit here and say that every player um, is like that. And a lot of times players will to go where where it's the most money. But uh, I know for a lot of guys, man, it's just about, you know, um, if I'm familiar in this situation, I'm familiar in this, this particular place, you know, um, I'm comfortable here. And, um, you know, depending on how much money less you're talking about. Like now, if you're talking 10 M's, well, you know, for, for – <laughs> Forget it. I'm gone. But if you're talking, you know, one, one M, two M's, whatever the case may be, I'm not trying to speak like that's little money. Um, but being familiar, man, I think it's 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 it has a lot to do with it. MG, yeah, I mean MG. I I've talked to MG a lot, and I could definitely see that he likes AG. You know what I mean? I'm um, not going to speak for him, but, you know, obviously family's there. I um, mean, played there bo- before. And then obviously, you know, just think about, you know, you signed J.J. Watt, you got Chandler Jones, so um, he can go out there and eat. I know Chandler going, he going to force double teams and you have to deal with uh, J.J. Watt. And G must around have a sneaky good year. That's golden. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to touch on some. Um, Des Bryant made some comments. I saw probably today. I seen that. He said, yeah, he was talking about, about uh, and we and we we touched on the show uh, probably last last time we were on. Uh, talking about Lamar Jackson and the offense and basically them evolving. But uh, Des was like, um, Lamar playing quarterback in that system was the least of their words. Or something along those lines. Basically saying like. The offensive coordinator need to open up the damn offense and let Lamar play a little more. Let him throw that thing around the field more. 
Is that pretty much what you took from those that statement? Um, around that, yeah. Um, and again, he was basically saying, like, you know, we all know he can play the quarterback position, so stop talking about mm-hmm. him. Um, playing the quarterback position is more so um, what's around them. And if you take um, offensive coordinator, if you talk about, you know, maybe, you know, find, finding that, 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 that big target out on the outside. Um, and basically it just seemed like, you know, the, the pieces around him um, needs to be a little bit better. So if that could be the offensive coordinator, I'm, yeah, I mean the pieces. I the pieces. That. Yeah, you definitely need the pieces, but sometimes to get the pieces, it got to be a. I got to know I'm walking into a good situation. If I'm Kenny Galladay, if I'm you know a big time receiver in the market, I got to know I'm walk, going into the right situation. Yeah. So uh, this is what this is the tweet though. All of this Lamar hate is starting to get on my nerves. Just know I got to see firsthand what he have to deal with. Him being able to play quarterback is far from the issue. So yeah, you know you can take that as far as personnel wise. You can take that as far as play calling wise. But right. uh, Greg Roman has gotten a lot of criticism, and I think personally, rightfully so. You know, players get the criticism. Coaches got to own that shit too. So um, yeah, they got they got to open it up, man. Let Lamar do more. He, he got to evolve in that passing game. We seen him. He led the league in passing touchdowns a couple years ago. Like we know he can throw the ball around. Get him some dogs out there on the edge, opening up, and then obviously let him kill you with his legs too. That, yeah. that part of this game ain't going nowhere <laughs> at all. Oh, now, nah, but then, like like and we we've talked about that many times. Just opening that offense up for 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 him. If you can do that, man, I think you could see so much more out of him. Because mm-hmm. that NFL MP still has, yeah, it is. <laughs> And if he won MVP in his first four years starting too, so it's crazy, man. We be wanting that, you know, gyms like me and, and people that talk about the game like me. We want that instant success. <laughs> and we talked, we talked about that shit on the. We talked about that on this pod too. We want that instant success. Instant, like you know, we we no growth. I need you coming in right now, and I need you to be instant. Right there, off the ripper. Instant. All right, so this is the deal. It's Boogie, $113 billion NFL media rights deal over 11 years. So, yeah, these um these, these salaries about to start getting crazy. About to get stupid. So it's a good time to be on short deals, especially if you're young. Yeah, yeah stay healthy, obviously. First thing I'm telling my agent, don't sign me to no five-year, six-year deal. Mm-mm. Don't lock me in. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. And we got some cats that's resetting the market. A couple years from now, it's going to look crazy. But, but yeah, everybody, what happened? All the NFL is dying and all that shit, man. You said what? You know, everybody with the, the, the ratings and the this and the that. No. It looked like football is still king. Still. In America, at least. What else what we up? got? We got about 10 more here, 10, 15 more minutes. What else we got, man? I usually got the fire questions on Monday. We got a 12-10 tip-off. I ain't going to ask if anybody got a perfect bracket out there. Yeah. they gonna Somebody going to lie. <laughs> somebody going to lie. Does anybody still have 
How many? 16? Anybody still got eight teams in it? <laughs> my shit terrible. Yeah, my shit really done. That's crazy. What's your uh your bracket? You thought you thought you had a chance? Nah, I mean coming into <laughs> I, I don't even watch college basketball like that. But coming into it, I'm like, oh yeah. But Illinois, I mean they're gonna make it to the Elite Eight. Hold on. Got some my line. Who you eight? Somebody said they got one. Okay. Who you got? What up? What upsets did you call, man? You said what? I said I'm I'm, I'm trying to see if uh oh, yeah, yeah. what upsets? Yeah, if they called any upsets. Hey yo. Hey Paul. Paul said Rusty. Come on, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um. Somebody made a good point too. Ross Downey, NFL is just taking off over here in the UK. Very true. Still, the game has still not been globalized at all. I don't think anything close to its potential. We talked about on this show too about um it going to some other countries. <laughs> we got a perfectly wrong bracket. Mm-hmm. That's everybody. Yeah, this uh it's March Madness, man. This is why people love it, and it never, never fails. Never, never. Great back, great TV, man. Great TV. Um, again, man, for the young men and women, man, that get on this platform and shine. We got a lot of the world watching, so I love it. You looked at any? You looked at it? Um, any of the corners coming out this year, as far as draft wise? Yeah. I, uh, so certain, obviously. Yeah, uh, Farley. They got the kid out of Stanford. I'm gonna pull up Trey Brown, man, out of out of Oklahoma. He's okay, of, that's yeah, he, 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 he that's the fast. He, he moving right. Mm-hmm. He part of he part of the sports and entertainment family. So I'm definitely okay. gonna pull him. Okay, that's a bet. That's a bet. Yeah, man. The thing about for me watching those college guys, you got Asante uh, Samuel Jr. I for like sure. his game. Um, the college game just so different. Uh, J.C. Horn out of South Carolina, I like all those cats, man. The college game is so different, man. You got to do, you got, you really got to do your due diligence. Uh, for me, most importantly, I want to see obviously athleticism. I want to see how you respond, um, how you compete. Yeah. Um, and then if you just continually improve, you know, over the years. If it's a guy that, you know, everybody, oh, everybody's saying he's this, he's that, but like. I'm watching this film from his sophomore year to his junior year, and I don't really see much improvement. I just mm-hmm. see him kind of that's I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say a red flag, but I'd rather the guy that comes in as a freshman, okay, he started as a freshman, six games, played well, sophomore year, okay, he stepped it up. He was, you know, damn near all American. Third year, okay, he just he was on another level. Like yeah. the other cats didn't he wasn't even competing with him. Um, that's that's those are the guys that usually come into the league and take off. Regardless of where they drafted, it's gonna be a lot of sleepers, especially this year. Yeah, a lot of people under the radar. But that's when um the scout department, man, that's when they that's what they get paid the big bucks for mm-hmm. being able to, and, and not necessarily just getting the the um the best player that everybody's talking about, like really watching film and like you know the Darius Leonard's exactly like watching your film, breaking it down, and really studying and playing, and say okay. This player could come into my system and do some great things for us. You know what I mean? 
Um, and I think that's where a lot of times, you know, where the good or the great organizations, that's where they went at. Yeah. You know, they find like, you know, we're not just getting a, a fifth, sixth, seventh round or the, uh, or the, or the undrafted free agents just to come in and be a body. Like we're, we really think that this, this, this young man can come in and, um, and, and help our team. So and fit and fit with the, like we said, we, we always talk about relationships fitting within a culture or if it's certain guys that, you want to you can potentially see yourself building your culture around like mm -hmm. like i go back to the Darius leonard again like i just feel like that was such a great draft pick not only because of what he does um on the field but kind of you know the torch that he carries and the standard that he's setting off the field even um so when new guys come into the program it's already like all right like okay he's setting the tone on this side of the ball here um offensive side with quentin nelson same thing up front like so when you got those guys that you can draft and make them your own and build build around them like they did in seattle with you know obviously russell's going left now but russell bobby wagner cam mm -hmm. earl Tom, like all them homegrown drafted so um you could do it that way man it, it, it's something special it's, it's tough it's tough because that draft is a crap shoot it is i don't care what round you you drafting at like <laughs> Travis, you know what i mean crap shoot man um he lost Anthony Walker. I love A Walk, man. He signed a one-year deal out there in Cleveland. Cleveland, yep. Once again, relationships. Andrew Berry, mm -hmm. he got a history in, in Indy. So he knows exactly what he's getting when he's signing uh Walker. So he's gonna go and ball, I believe. Um, but that was uh, you saw a lot of people, a lot of players speak out about his leadership and his character in that locker room. That speaks volume. Speak volumes. Speaks volume. Speaks volume of the other person you are, and it's tough. You got to think. You got a lot of, you got a lot of, you know, men in the locker room, man, that were that were the dogs or or was the guy, you know. So when you when you're able to um, command, you know, a bunch of alpha males mm -hmm. in the locker room, that that speaks volume. Not not just you know you as a player, but just you as a man and your yeah. character. You know what I mean? So people got we got people got to respect you. Got to. You know what I mean? Got to respect you. It ain't high school, college where, all right, it's the best player. This is the who coach put as the captain or whoever. Mm -hmm. You know, we know he he half the time he on bullshit, but, right. you know, when the cameras and the media there, you know, he rock, he rock, like rock. That. Right, right. That shit don't fly in NFL locker rooms. A lot of times, you know, the guy who, who you know, carry a lot of weight, he may not even be a big time player. Like the most, one of the most respected players in the Patriot locker room the last decade is Matt Slater. Mm -hmm. Like from the outside looking in, you know, you'll see, okay, he's a great special team, he's a great this and that, but he's one of the pillars in that organization and why they've been so successful so long. So, um, yeah, it definitely speaks volumes, man. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, it's a good quote. Oh, my fault. Nah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, Vic, is that is that is that Doge is that Doge coin right there in your picture? <laughs> <laughs> to the move. What's the difference on watching film in the offseason versus during the season? Is there a difference? Yeah. Yes, it is. In my um in my in my in my opinion, so offseason me watching film is about um first me. I'm watching film with myself. So what can I do? Self scout. Yeah, what can I do to get better, right? um a lot of missteps or my eyes aren't good or um just you know 
the way I'm approaching, you know, when I'm tackling somebody. And then also um, scout my uh, scout my peers, you know, other guys that played the position. Like, what are they doing? Like, the, the I used to try to watch film on Ed Reed and Troy um, when I was playing. You know, obviously, that was tough. Like, <laughs> trying to watch film on Troy and Ed because they're doing some amazing things. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, these are the guys that's above me. So what can I – try to find in their game that I kind of implement into my game. And I was, that was kind of the off season mm-hmm. of me studying film <clears throat> in season. You know, I'm studying my opponent for that week, studying that my opponent for that week. Also, I'm still self scouting, you know, what did I do bad last, last game or the last four games that, you know, offensive coordinators are looking at and trying to see, okay, well, maybe we can get AB on this. Maybe we can get him on that. So obviously self-scouting as well, but then a lot of that watching film during the season is just on your opponent, on your opponent. Like, what is this quarterback doing? Like, uh, does he tap the ball before he throws? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, does he throw the ball different if he rolls out to a right, to his left? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So shit like that. So it's definitely, in my opinion, definitely a big difference as far as off-season film study and in-season. Yeah, agree 1,000%. Just like um, not only with film, but even like the same thing working out. Like you're going to work out differently during the season than you are mm-hmm. in the offseason. I think it's a lot of similarities with that. But um, during the season, what you said is some crossover to that too because you're watching those, you know, the Troys and the Eds, and I was watching, you know, Chris Harris and and, and uh, Casey Hayward at the slot, Ladarius Webb, a lot of these guys, Jake Powers. And uh, this was during the season. We're playing the same team, same, the same team, quarterback. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and watch. Oh, let me see when they played the, the the Broncos. Let me see how how Chris Harris was playing against so and so in the slot. Let me mm. see how the Honey Badger was playing this. Let me see how C Wood was playing this when he was playing nickel. So um, yeah. you definitely want to pick and you know learn from. Because I always say this as players, as on the professional level, we learn a lot more from other players other than players, we do from yeah. coaches. And they could be players we never even met before. Yep. <laughs> like sometimes I bump into people that, hey, man, I watch a film with the the same thing to go the other way. So, um, but yeah, and the season is moving fast, though. You try to prepare and be best prepared for that next opponent. And the offseason, that's when you're trying to make your big gains. Yeah. And, um, you know, really see where you need to make your improvements at, man. But yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Great question. Great question. Charles, Charles Woodson or Rob Woodson? Shit, just give me somebody Ooh, with last shit. name Woodson. And I'm good. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Both, man. Actually, damn. That's a, so, in the All Things Covered podcast, they named their top five. Pat P and uh, B-Mac named their top five corners. Yeah. Of all time. Pat P, he didn't rank them, but his top five was Dion. Seawood, Rob Woodson, Mel Blunt, Willie Brown. Great late Willie Brown. Uh, B-Max top five, which he ranked, was Prime at one, Rob Woodson at two, Mel Blunt at three, Seawood at four, Champ Bailey at five. Yeah, I was about to say, ain't neither one of them put Champ in there. Yeah, Champ. Champ was at five. Now, the, I think the obvious uh, person that's not on this list, in my opinion, is Revis, and now what, what people would say, and I and I put up a list. It was crazy. I put up a list last year, March twenty sixth. My top five corner. Maybe me or you might have been talking about this. Mine was Prime Champ, Mel Blunt, Rod Woodson, and then five. I couldn't make a choice between Seawood and Revis. Yeah, but I, I knew I couldn't leave Revis off of a top five list just because 
that was my era. I saw that shit with my own eyes from college to pros. Yeah. Like I couldn't leave him off my top five. But who how your top five look? Any similar? Um similar. Yeah, I definitely have prime. Um I definitely have Seawood, Rod, um, Champ, and then um my five. So you said Prime, Seawood, Champ. Prime, Seawood, Champ. I must have missed one. Who's up yeah, there? yeah, yeah. So Seawood, Rod Wilson. Okay, so I had right, Prime, okay. Seawood, Rod Wilson, Champ, mm -hmm. and then my um my fifth will um all the time it's tough that's tough i mean like you say mel blunt like yeah but i i would go i would go revis as far as like as far i i'm going my five of the ones i was able to see like you know i mean i know you know shut out mel blunt hb black college all that love and you know the way he played the game he damn near changed the rules um, ain't no damn near, man. Damn near, he man. Changed, man. Hey. He was beating receivers up, you know what yeah. I mean, out there on that island, looking like a defensive end. But um, that that would be my five. That yeah. would be my five. You can't, you can't, you can't argue with that five. And I usually, I usually kind of keep it in similar generations, just because of the game was so different. You know, Mel Blunt, his heyday was in the seventies. Yeah. Um, but like you said, he literally changed the game, changed the rules of the game. And Mel Blunt was. He'll probably be one of the best athletes at the cornerback position right now in the NFL. And he looked like you said, like yeah. an end, like a linebacker, six three, six four, running four fours mm -hmm. in the seventies. Ended his career with fifty seven picks. Um, you know, HB. So yeah, I, I mean, Mel got to be in my top five, and uh, all the other cats. You know, champ, twelve time Pro Bowler, most by any DB. Prime, you know, goes without saying, change the position. Rod it's tough. Him. Like just to put five in there, it's tough. Like some, tough. somebody's gonna get left out. You know yeah. what I mean? Somebody's gonna get left out. That's 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 a for that's for sure. Somebody's gonna get left out. That's a fact. A lot of people, um, a lot of people say Daryl Green. A lot of people say uh, Zant will be in the top. You know, when you when you up in that, who else? What other great Man. ones? Man, you got um. You got, got a lot of great ones. next. Oh, we're gonna have to do the safeties next. That's any, tough. any, any cornerbacks playing now that can crack that top five combo by the end of their career? I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey could be there. Um. Um. You got uh, I, I know I'm missing an obvious person. Pat P. Pat P. Pat P. Did some shit that was damn near unheard of, especially at the cornerback position. He went eight for eight Pro Bowls out the gate. Yeah. Um, you know, which was impressive. And when we talked about it the last episode, I believe, and he was following ones for a lot of his career. Long, yeah. Football, football players. That 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 adds a little more. I don't care what the numbers particularly say, but we saw you matching ones left, right, slot. Whatever. Yeah, that's 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 respectable. Um, obviously, Richard Sherman has had an, an incredible career. Yeah, um, some people put a knock on him because he wasn't a man to man guy, but um, you know what he did, he did it at the highest level. Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you look at him and compare him to anybody else in his era. I mean, it's going to be hard to pick against Sherman. So on. It's, it's a lot of 
But top five, though, like that's uh, you, you got to do some top five all time. Yeah, that's, that's, tough. That's, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Them guys we just mentioned, special. Special. <laughs> we, I mean, look, we to my Reavers, we, we try to get a lot of people. It's hard to get Reavers, got to be in my top five personally, but it's a lot of people that wouldn't put him in there. So, yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe it is. We'll see. That's a good question. Good question, though. Great question. Great question. <clears throat> sure, man. I know it's, I know Pat and them about to kick off. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. Enjoy y'all. As always, man. Y'all have a great week. Be back on Thursday. Back on Thursday, 11 o'clock. Probably have a, a Wednesday interview for you as well. Folks have a good one. Yeah. Real good one. But um, we'll see. Be oh, best undrafted DB. I think that was it. Chris Harris undrafted. I'm not sure. I believe Chris Harris was U UFA. But uh, he was all decade. He's probably one of the best undrafted I've seen. We have to go down. We have to we have to do that. Undrafted guys. Yeah, because that would. Yeah, undrafted undrafted free agent, Broncos, two thousand eleven. That's great work, man. It's outstanding work. Great work, man, by the scouting department. <laughs> My dog Reggie just texted me, said, "Champ Bailey all day." <laughs> Champ was kind of slept on too. Man, I don't know why. Champ, hey, Champ was my favorite Champ, for a man. minute. That open technique he used to play. Champ. Man, he was picking shit off. But yeah, man, y'all get up out of here. Go over there, check out my man Pat show. Um, appreciate y'all. As always, man. Again, man, y'all have a great week. Great week. Out of here. Peace.